The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. In the sixth month, an angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But Mary was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. In today's Gospel from Luke chapter 1, we hear once again the great Annunciation by the angel Gabriel to the Blessed Virgin Mary. I just want to concentrate on a few important words in that Annunciation. Right at the beginning, the angel says to Mary, the Lord is with you. Now this is a very frequent statement made in the scriptures by God to people who God wants to do an important work to do something very, very significant in salvation history. We go all the way back, actually, to the book of Exodus, when Moses was asked by God to confront Pharaoh so that God's people would be released from Egypt, and Moses had all kinds of objections, saying, who would listen to me? I'm nobody, and I stutter. The response of God through the burning bush to Moses was, I will be with you. And that was enough for Moses to go and confront Pharaoh and begin the Exodus. We hear in Joshua, when Moses died, before entering the Promised Land, God raised up Joshua and said, I want you to lead the people now into the Promised Land. And there's all kinds of enemies there waiting as the spies had spied out. And God said to Joshua, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. And Joshua did what was required of him because God was with him. In the book of Judges, we have Gideon, who was the least in his own eyes, the least of his tribe, and his tribe was the least of all the tribes of Israel. And they were being oppressed by a powerful enemy, the Midianites, an angel appeared to Gideon and said, I want you to lead your people against this enemy. He had all kinds of objections. And the angel, speaking on behalf of God, said, 
The Lord is with you, mighty man of valor. The Lord is with you. This could be repeated many, many times, but it's really climaxed here in the gospel where the angel Gabriel says to the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Lord is with you. This is such an important statement that at the end of Matthew's gospel, St. Matthew records the words of Jesus, the Great Commission, and Jesus says to all the people, including us, go out to the whole world and baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and I will be with you to the end of the age. That phrase again is repeated. So this is the word that the angel says to the Blessed Virgin Mary and to us. We hear it often because our whole mass is structured around this phrase. So at the beginning, after the sign of the cross, the celebrant says, the Lord be with you, and you respond, and with your spirit. So God is asking us as a people to do something very important as well in salvation history. So important that that phrase is repeated no less than three other times at Mass, just before the Gospel, because we hear the Word of God, which is calling us to His will, and then just before the Eucharistic prayer in the preface, and then again just before the final blessing when we're sent out. The Lord be with you is repeated often. Now, St. Paul, when he heard all of this, said this famous phrase in Romans 8, if God is with us, who can be against us? And that's really where we are today. So we have an important mission as well, each one of us in our baptism. How was the Lord with Mary? Another powerful statement the angel said, because Mary asked the question, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. That same process happens to us at baptism. The Holy Spirit overshadows us, lives within us, and so the Lord is with us in a very powerful way as we prepare to enter into this great holy season of Christmas, let's remember who we are and our calling and who is with us. And continue to come to Mass and hear these words again and again, hear the message, and then go out as we're sent to proclaim the same message to everyone. The Lord is with us, especially those who are fearing, those who are struggling in their lives, we can bring the Lord with us so that it's not just words, but it's actions, it's charity, it's love.